Hello, we're back with episode three of the More Than Business podcast with me, Robin Kenny, where I'm sharing my journey of being an entrepreneur while balancing everything else that goes on in life and some of the strategies that I've used. On today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to the Q-tip method. Q-tip method, what is that? Well, stay tuned and we'll get right into it. So today I'm actually recording. I'm at the park with the kiddos. They needed to get some energy out. So they're at the park and they're running. They're playing. It's not too hot out just yet. We try to do things earlier in the morning and it gives me a chance to just sit and feel the breeze while they're out running around and having fun with their friends. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to separate your personal feelings and your personal self-worth from your business. And this is a lesson that every successful entrepreneur must master, must master in order to have longevity. If your boat gets rocked just from someone saying, oh, I don't like your product or I don't like your service, then you're not going to last long. So I'm going to share some strategies that I've used that have really helped me over these past seven years to separate my personal feelings from the growth and feedback from people and just how the the business is received in general. So let's start with the Q-tip method. The Q-tip method, that means quit taking it personal. And I wish I could take um, credit for this, but... I heard this from Julie Solomon, who is the host of the Influencer Podcast, an author. Um, She does a lot. And I heard her on an episode with Jean Chasky on the Her Money Podcast. And this really resonated with me because it, it really gives you the opportunity to say, hey, why am I taking this personal when this is business? Okay. So my work is part of who I am. Like, I love it. You know, I poured my heart and soul when we started our companies. And so, you know, it's easier said than done to say, oh, you know, don't take a personal win. Hey, you know, this is personal. Why I started the business is personal. And why you started your business is probably personal. You saw a need in the marketplace. You saw that a product needed to be out there. So you created it. So it is personal because it came from you, a person. Well, some things that I've learned over the years that have really, really, truly helped me um, is to separate, you know, my own personal self-worth from how the business is doing or, you know, some feedback that I may get online or a comment or, or whatever the case may be. So let me introduce you to a few of these strategies and I would love to hear from you if you have a strategy that you like to share. Well, first is if you have a failure to compartmentalize, you know, what went wrong, you know, that's going to lead to taking it personal. I'll give you an example. You can do like a Facebook ad or some sort of advertising and you're like, gosh, you know, no one clicked on my uh, my ad. I'm not getting any new sales from it. Oh, they must not like me. This may not be a good product. 
When no, you really need to drill down and look at what went wrong. Um, there are so many different tools out there to help you do this. Look at, you know, the length of a video that you posted. Is it too long? What do the visuals look like? Could they be better? What did the ad say? Does it really capture what your product or service or your brand is about? So drill down on what it is. Look at each element of it first and then go back and try it again. And I tell people that there's no such thing as failure because now when you're trying something again, you have the benefit of what you just learned, what you previously learned from it not working the first time. So now you're not starting from scratch. Secondly, sometimes when it comes to how your business is received and maybe there's something you need to tweak, instead of taking it personal, let's say you reached out to a potential partner or someone who you want to work with and they say, eh, I'm good, not this time, or let me get back to you, and they never get back to you. I've been there, believe me. Don't think that, you know, we started off and we were already where we are now. No, this has been a journey. But what I've learned in the second strategy that I'll share is think about, okay, what is it that I need to learn or outsource for success? Social media isn't necessarily my jam. It is something that I have learned just because I had to at least learn the basics of it. But this is a part of the business that is outsourced because there's other people out there who love it. They're great at creating the graphics and the the managing the comments and the caption. And so why do I struggle with this when I could just outsource it to someone else? And if cost is an issue, you can learn the basics of pretty much anything when it comes to like the back end of running your business. And then when you get to the point where you can outsource, I would highly recommend it. I remember being at a point where I felt like I could do everything, all components of the business. And I was like, gosh, I don't have the money to outsource this. So I'm just going to continue doing it myself because I can't afford to outsource it. You know what I learned when I finally outsourced part of my business, my business actually grew. Who knew when I outsourced it, then it gave me the opportunity to concentrate on things that I like to do, which is interacting with our clients and and coming up with ideas and, and strategy. So I'm not in the weeds with some of the editing anymore, the social media, but I love it. And, you know, it, it really freed me up. So that's something to think about. Is there something that I need to learn or outsource so that I'm not taking it personal that you know, my business isn't growing the way I want it to grow. Let's go to strategy number three. Now it may not, you may not think that this fits right here, but affirmations, okay? So this is something that I do daily. I do affirmations every day, all day, but this is a way to remind yourself of your worth, even if things aren't going according to plan. I mentioned about struggling in a previous strategy. One of my affirmations is I am not meant to struggle. 
anytime I'm doing something and I was like, I'm just not getting it or it's hard or I'm getting frustrated, I take a pause and say, okay, what part of this do I not need to do myself or that I need to learn or I need to just sit down for a minute because I am not meant to struggle. And if you talk to any of my friends, I say this all the time. It can be just in passing, like I'm not meant to struggle, so I'm not gonna do this. Someone else could do this better or more efficient um, than I, or there's another way to do pretty much everything. Okay. Okay, next strategy is focus on the data. We talked about looking at what elements of a project of um, an advertising strategy or anything that you're working on to grow your business. Focus on the data. Gather stats to see what's working for your business. Okay, what's something that my business is thriving in? It's like, oh, this always hits. And focus on that. It is what we consistently concentrate on that grows though instead of just looking at what isn't working all the time focus on what is working I see a lot of people love when we do outreach events and community events hmm let's do more of that let's do more of activities that align with our mission and our vision And you never know, that may bring in even more customers because they see you on the community. You know, they see that you're passionate about something. So that is something else to think about. Last but not least, always get feedback. And you may think that getting feedback may cause you to take things personal, but it doesn't. When you get feedback, and this is something that we do every year, we do an anonymous Um, client survey. So all of our clients get an anonymous survey every year because I want to know how we're doing. And I know people are polite. And in a lot of cases, they're not going to tell you that they're not going to work with you again until you see them working with someone else. So getting feedback gives you an opportunity to make things right. So over the years, I've learned a lot like, oh, I thought that they loved getting emails from me on a daily basis turns out they don't so once a week it's good oh okay that that works you know is our turnaround time good is this product working or do we need to tweak it a little bit you know is our service area working or do we need to tweak it a little bit and again it's never personal I always when I'm looking at the client survey and their responses, I'm thinking of how can we grow? How can we grow? How can the business grow? So I've kind of set up this separate identity, let's say, for the business. So it's not, you know, Robin is failing. The business is not where I want it to be. So what area do I need to concentrate on? You see how I changed that language? I am not a failure. My business is not failing. We just haven't identified the strengths of it and thought of ways to really grow the business. Okay. Every business starts at zero. Every single business starts at zero. So one thing I want you to work on is think about how can you separate your personal feelings from your business. 
and I want to hear from you all the time. We have a great way for you to leave us voice notes. Go to MotorCityWoman.com forward slash More Than Business Podcast. There, you can actually send us anonymous voice notes where you can leave a message, give us some feedback, maybe a question, and you never know, you may end up on a future episode. Until next time, I will see you soon. Bye.